This show was first broadcast on Free FM, Hamilton, New Zealand's community access media organisation. For more information on our lineup of shows and the role we play in the media, visit freefm.org.nz. Welcome to Connect with Community Waikato on Free FM 89.0. Holly Stape here from Community Waikato and have with me on the phone today, Patty. How are you going, Patty? Oh, I am looking forward to the end of the year, I have to say, but I am doing fabulously. Holly, how are you? I'm fabulous also, I must say, and um, it is great to have you join us all the way from Wellington, from Community Networks Aotearoa. Uh, You guys have had an incredibly busy year, 2022, and it looks like a really busy year coming up in 2023. Yeah, it's going to be... um, I think everybody is looking forward to saying goodbye to 2022, and we're all wondering what 2023 is going to be bringing to us, and we're hoping that it's going to be just a little less anxious, possibly. But um, CNA, so we're an umbrella organisation. Your organisation is one of our members, and we are looking to just put a step forward about helping people, about advocacy, about bringing the message around. What we all know is that it comes down to people, people, people. Mm. So for next year... Um, we have our banking project, which is around making it easier for organisations or corporate societies or trusts or whatever to <clears throat> excuse me, have a better time with their banks yes. um, because, you know, if anybody's been on a committee, they know that banks aren't fun. <laughs> and how can we help? What's going to be a positive way to step forward in 2023? Uh, we hope we are going to make some leeway with the banks and about making that a, a good thing. Um, and for, for CNA, our job is really reactive. We listen to all of our members and we go, what's on your plate? What is making life a hassle for you? And our job is to go, okay, can we pick that up? Can we look yeah. at it like the banking and make it easier? So that's, it's one of those weird things where, you know, two years ago, no one really used the word pandemic. No. But it's changed our life in so many ways. And CNA, what our job is to go, okay, what's the word of the year? Where can we help? How can we support? How can we advocate? Yeah. How can we make a difference that's going to change people and make it good for everybody? So it's about being responsive to that um, community need. And when we talk about community, we're really talking about that the sector, aren't we? Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's one of those weird things where it's, everybody knows about volunteers. Everybody knows about social support. Um, about benefits, about um, wheels on meals, about citizens advice bureau, but we kind of take it for granted. And if anything that the pandemic has done is make it really make us really aware that so many organisations are fulfilling a need and fulfilling a gap. And what we can do as, a, as an organisation is help that you know be better, I suppose. Yeah. We 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 I think we're beginning to realise that. Um, as a nation, we're really keen on supporting each other and being there for each other. Yes. And we really need, I think, in the next year or so to really celebrate that. Celebrate the work that we're doing for each other, but acknowledge that it actually does take a toll on us as well. That's right. That's right. And speaking of taking a toll, you know, um, big year for CNA developing, um, recording, you know, pulling together that, that massive project around the um, governance training. 
Yes, tick for governance. So it's one of those things where a lot of our work has been uh, people who are helping and supporting and volunteering, going onto boards of your local committee, it could be for your drama club, it could be for your sports club, it could be for just anything you want to get done. And they just need a wee bit of support and a wee bit of, here's, here's, if you sign up, that is beautiful and that is fantastic. But here's a little bit of support to upskill about what you need to do and how you need to do it. It's cheap, it's online, you can do it as, as, as you go, but you also end up with a bit of accreditation for it as well. We get a micro-credential at the end of it, and that way you're, you, can, you can just say on your CV and you can say to people who are funding you, look, we've done this course and we know what we're talking about now. Mm. And not that you didn't before, but what our course does is it keeps you up to date with all of the legislation changes. So we know that the Three Waters, we know the Charities Commission has changed what they're doing. We know that Incorporated Societies has changed what they're doing the last year. Yeah. So there's a lot of law changes you need to keep up with. And what we do is, is once you've done the course, is we'll send you an email going, hey, did you know this has changed? This is how you need to do it, and this is what you need to do, and if you don't know how to do it, give us an email and we'll help you. Yeah, yeah, I think that is really key. You know, you work right across the country here, which is amazing. Yeah. It's amazing. But I also like that, you know, you take that strategic view, that, that looking, raising your eyes higher than working necessarily always one-on-one with organisations, and then looking at what are those broader issues impacting the sector, and we know that governance has been... Um, a difficulty for many particularly small organisations, especially with high governance turnover. Sometimes yeah, there hasn't been the right reviews of documents and, yeah, you know, all of yeah. that kind of stuff. And, it, and it's easy to let it slide because no one really gives you that um, reminder about, you know, just every two years even, just have a look at your constitution. Is it still fit for purpose? Does it still express the views and the values that you have? And if it doesn't, change it I think think we it's kind of like a mortgage you go oh I've got the mortgage now I just keep paying it and you don't think about looking at the terms of the mortgage and can I get that a little bit better or do I need to change anything you know have I lost my job have I got a different job and it's the same thing with the constitution and your rules is it still fit for purpose is it still saying these are the values we want to express this is how the work gets done this is still in line with legislation um, it's one of those. Uh, it's one of those things where um, just every now and then you need to go every two years. Let's have a sit down. Let's walk through it. A, just make sure that your members um, on the board or your trust or your committee know what's in there. We we had a, a, one of our members come in yesterday, and we were having a chat about. Um, of course, everybody has a problem with funding because it's so you know it's getting tighter and tighter and tighter. That's right. And that's really really hard for a lot of people. Um, and we were talking about uh, getting people onto your board because, of course, everyone's time is so precious these days. <laughs> yeah. And they were having a bit of difficulty, and we looked on on the um, uh, constitution on the on the um, charity services register online, mm. and realised they hadn't actually updated it, and they'd already had a change of constitution. So it's those small things that we can remind people and say, just every two years, make it part of your policy. And once you get into that habit, once you get into the idea of going, okay, we're going to spend a day, we're going to walk through it, we're going to look at our policies, we just make sure that they're up to date. We just make sure that they're still what we want to achieve. Yes. And that's our job. It's just, you know, the gentle prod. Hey, have you reminded yourselves to do this? 
And if we can do that, and that's part of this um, governance training, is just putting those things in your calendar and making it simple, making it easy for people to do. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I, and I, I see we're going to come back to the banking stuff a little bit later as well, but I see that in 2023, you know, you have real aspirations for um, that real member engagement. Can you tell me a little bit about what you're planning on doing? Sure. So we have a really diverse membership. Yes. Um, <laughs> really small organisations, community hubs, right up to um, dynamic national organisations, which is fantastic. So how do we keep those people connected with each other? Because mm. there's, there's mentoring to be had, there's conversations to be had. Um, so this year, in 2022, in February, we had our conference on Bramble, which is this, if you think about it, it's kind of like Frogger, but not so much activity. So you've got a little guy, and you are that person, and you walk into a room, and you can move yourself around, and you can have conversations with each other. And the, one of the lovely things is that um, as you walk away from somebody, their picture and their volume decreases like you would if you were absolutely in a room. So we're replicating that ability to be next to somebody while actually being in your own lounge or, or your office. So our job next year is to find ways to bring those people from different parts of the country who have really similar ideas and going, did you know that you guys are doing pretty much the same thing? Let's have a convo about what your resources are, what your problems are, what your opportunities are, and solutions that you've found. Mm. And how, how, can we get, how can we share those solutions? So we're going to bring people together with different ideas and different themes. So it could be about banking, it could be about um, communications, it could be about are you the person who's in, involved in health and safety? Mm. Let's have a conversation together. Just and it's going to be nice and easy over over a lunchtime, and just be in our virtual environment and talk about. Okay, so I found these things. How's your work going? And they might go, well, actually, we've come across this, and we found a really cool website. Here's the link. Or we found a really good policy. Here's the link. Or I'm looking for this. I don't know how to do this. And mm. someone puts their hand up and goes, well, actually, what we've done is this. And I think that's where CNA is really valuable, where we can share the love. We can share the mahi. We can share the policies. We can share the links. And rather than reinventing the wheel, go, I, you know what? Here's how we did it. Yeah. And it might not be the best thing for you, but it's a start rather than going, I don't know how to begin that for my organization. Yeah. yeah. So, we'll, so yeah. we'll be looking to have loads of meetings on the national level, on communications, on regional levels, and also our members, and in particular in South Targo, we've got seven members' organizations, but we don't know if those members currently actually talk to each other. And so we can go onto this online environment and go, we'd like to introduce you to each other. You are in the same region. Is there anything that we can help facilitate where you guys share resources? You might not. You may. But mm. if there's any value out of that, then it's our job to make sure that those connections are being made. So if you are having a hard day and you know that someone may not be an aligned organization, but going, hey, hi, I remember meeting you at CNA um, can we just have a coffee? Yeah. So that way we're supporting each other and just in well-being as much as those resources. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's a really smart idea. And I love, by the way, I love the Bramble platform. It was a great way to do a conference. It's actually, um, it very much does feel like a virtual room. Like more, you know how um, we all got a bit over-zoomed. <laughs> 
you know. Yeah. And, and Zoom's quite limited sometimes with, yeah. especially if you want to have a private conversation with somebody, you yeah. know. And, and I love that in Bramble, you can. You can just grab someone and walk away with them and have a private conversation and then go back and rejoin the group. You know? one, of the lo- one of the lovely things is with Bramble, yes, you're, you're more, it's more about you and you get to decide where and when you want to go. So if you want to go to the loo, then you can just hop off for a moment and stuff. Yeah. But generally, if we're doing a webinar and it's on Zoom, you, you, you pretty much just sit in front of your screen and you just watch. And that's really informative. That's really good. But as you say, we're over Zoomed. We're, we're, we're doing Zoom meetings left, right, and centre. And sometimes you just want to have a wee bit more autonomy around, you know what, we've got four different meetings happening. I'm going to wander over here and have a listen. Mm. And with Bramble, you, it's, it's literally like going, you know what, I'm going to get up, stretch my legs, walk over to that table, and we're going to talk about this other thing. Yes. And, and listen to what they're saying. And it's a really great way to be able to have conversations where you're dynamic, where you can step in, have a chat, listen to what's going on, but then choose where you want to go. And I think that's one thing that, that while the pandemic has allowed us to be highly more technical, um, it's lacking just that sense of, where do you come and where's your choice? Yeah, yeah. And our, our Bramble allows you to have that choice, uh, depending on, on how that conference goes. You know, we've, we've, we've had about four or five members now use our Bramble. We do it for free. Mm. Um, we can have up to 25 people. And you can buzz in from any part of the country, depending yeah. on your connectivity, and have a conversation. And if you need to just have a wander away, you can. Yeah, I love that, eh? It's very cool. Yeah. 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 Hey, so you've been doing, I'm just going to flick back quickly to the banking, sure. and, and we've talked about this, I've talked with Roz and, and with you before about the project, yeah. which is an amazing project. Yeah. Um, and 2022 has been about, you know, bringing on board a researcher, which is great. You've had some incredible meetings with some people right through government, through government officials, through banks, through the ombudsman, you know, all of this. Yeah. But I think what's really important that you're doing at the moment, and this is going through into 2023 as well, is the collection of stories. Stories. Absolutely, absolutely. We've got a survey going, and if anybody wants to um, add their story to it, they can go to Community Networks Aotearoa. If you just Google that name, you'll hit our website, and on our website you'll go to our banking page. It's about collecting data about how difficult it is. It's about we realise that when it comes to dealing with government bodies, when it comes to deal with any bodies, we can, we can talk what we want, but if we can provide data and stats, that's what they're going to listen to. And also, we can rank the banks, which is going to be very interesting. Yes, yes. It's, it's, about, it's about listening. And all the stories all have that difficulty around them. And sometimes you, you kind of want to have a bit of a gripe, which is absolutely fair, because we all know how banking basically sucks. But in our journey, in our collection of this data, and talking to Treasury, Ministry of Justice, to MPs, one thing has become really clear with a banking ombudsman. So... The Banking Ombudsman is there as a body to help people with banking, and we've had some really good conversations with with them. Um, If you do have a problem, here's three simple steps that you can help. One is email your bank, say, I'm having this problem, and it started on this date. This is the problem I've had. What can you do? Just make sure you use the words formal complaint. Because Mm -hmm. once you've used the words formal complaint, the banks are required to converse with you and sort it out. And if they don't sort it out, then you can go to the banking ombudsman and say, hey, I have filed a formal complaint. I don't really feel that's being dealt to. And then they can take that on board and help you. 
So that's something that we didn't even know. Mm, that's and, right. And it's such a simple thing. And so if we can get that message out there, that's a win. But our job really is in all of this banking culture is to have a win-win situation. We want to work with the banks to make it easier for all these people. Um, people who are in the rural areas who have to drive you know, two or three hours to a branch that might be open only for a couple of hours and then find out that it's you know, first come, first serve, so they might not even get done. Mm. They're taking a day off, off work, so that's a bit of a hardship. Or people who um, are vulnerable and don't have access to um, the internet or don't have the data, they can't afford the data. Again, that's a hardship. How can we work with the banks to make this a win-win situation for everybody? Mm. And that is CNA's goal, is not to go, you're naughty, smack on the hand, is to go, what can we do on both sides of the fence to make that fence come down? Mm. Yeah, no, it makes a lot of sense. And how are you going capturing the stories? Are you getting a few coming in? It's been really, really good. So we had a fantastic webinar, which is um, also on our website with yes. Stephen Moe, who's a real um, uh, champion of our sector. He's a lawyer in Christchurch with um, Perryfield Lawyers and does amazing work. And he hosted our webinar on Tuesday, and we had over 50 people pop in. And actually, we had some banks in there as well, which is really good. Um, but we, we're centering our research on the survey and... About two weeks ago, we had, I think, 30 applicants. We've just gone over the 120 mark. Wow. So, yeah, pe- pe- people have a lot to talk about. Yes. People have just been jumping <laughs> online onto CNA's website, communitynetworks.org.nz, and putting in, hey, I've done this, I tried this, it's, it's, I've spent this amount of time doing it, and they're just giving us all this so, anecdotal data that so we can use to come to the bank. How many stories do you want or need? As many as we can get. I mean, that's, that's one of the lovely things. It's, it's, they're falling into trying to change signatories, falling into how, how the information I'm required to take to my bank, who I'm required to take to my bank, um, the fact that sometimes banks don't know all of the information oh. that they should really oh. make sure it's okay and easy. <laughs> I think and, probably my most frustrating thing is, is checking multiple times they've given us the right paperwork. Yeah, only to come yeah. back with that paperwork filled in, and I've gone, oh, no, this isn't the right paperwork. And you're like, yes. you gave this to me, and I checked with you. Yes. You know? And, 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 oh. then, and then when you come back, somebody, it can be somebody different. That's goes, right. Hello, tell me your story from the beginning yes. all over again. That's right. And That's you, right. You, you just want to hit your head on the desk and go, no, I don't want to do that anymore. That's I'm so right. Tired. And I think Roz, you know, has made a lot of, um, she, she's, she's been quite clear about the need for banks to up skill and train their staff around yes. dealing with not-for-profit yeah. organisations? Absolutely. I mean, this, this is the thing. Is what we're looking towards is, is getting like a one-page document from banks where they just list what you need to bring with you. And it's like, a, it's like um, if you go to a different country and you have to fill in a visa, yeah. tick, 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 tick. I'm not a terrorist, so I'm not trying to counter... Um, um, yeah. finance terrorism or launder money, I'm going to take that box for no. Because um, that's one of the problems of the legislation that makes banks so, so restrictive because they want to make sure that we're not all laundering money. And from our point of view, we're all going, what? Yes. What is this even a thing? <laughs> but from their point of view, because they're part of an international legislation, they have to look after that. And that's fine. We want our banks to be rigorous. We want them to be mm. uh, adverse to high risk. But there's a middle ground where yes. we can all work together. 
And so our job, again, is to go, okay, right, if we get the banks to all agree on what you need to bring, and we get a one-page document with a little tick list about what you need to bring, who you need to bring, and then you know what's going on. So we're a very up-on-it organization, and um, year before last, we had an AGM, we changed our treasurer to a really lovely guy, um, and we did all our things, we brought all our bits of paper, we walked into the... um, branch and they said oh we we can't find you on the incorporated society's register and ross said well that's because we're a charity so we're actually on that because that's where we're due to put all our bits and bobs and that's what we just need to do now so that yeah. was a that was a change with charity services yeah for and, i don't know the, 10 years or so the, <laughs> the bank went oh I, we didn't realize that yes. and we and we you know we spent a month going through backwards and forwards okay, this is what we're required to do by law, you know, the old law thing, and this is what, as a bank, we think you're required to do. We sorted that out. And then our chairperson went away, and we needed our treasurer to um, sign something, and the bank came in, oh, well, yes, we've got, his, we've got his change of signatory for that, but not for online. And yeah. you, you just, you, it was one of those moments where you just a bit gobsmacked going, no one told us that those are two different things yes. and that we needed to sort that out. So it's those simple things. Can we just get a nice one-page tick box thing? This is everything you need to know. This is everything we require. Once you've got all that, bring your stuff in. Let's get it done. Let's make it easy for everybody. Yeah, yeah. Hey, just out of interest, Patty, is it, um, you know, like, so we have to often have people turn up in person to change signatories. How does that work for an organisation with, with a board that's spread out nationally? Well, we had a very interesting conversation with um, John Duffy from Consumer, and they had a very similar thing where the bank required them to have all of their board members come in and show two forms of identification and sign something. And, you know, consumer is consumer intent, so they probably have a little more pull, which is an interesting thing in itself. And they said, you know what? We're not all going to come down to your bank. You're going to come to us. We are in the boardroom all at once, send somebody down to us. And they did. Mm. So if they can do that, why can't they do that for everybody? You and know what? I, I imagine they won't drive from Thames to Colville to do that. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and yeah. and and here is here lies some of the issue, isn't it? You know, yeah, yeah. yeah. And and especially if you're a national organisation yes. and you have your board members all over the motto, then how does that work? And so our job is to sit down with the banks and go, can 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 this happen on Zoom? Do we need to put into some into these entities, organisations, constitutions? that there is um, virtual banking and virtual signatory. And if that's the case, is that acceptable for you? Um, The Commerce Commission, we've been having a really good chat with them because, of course, banks have this big thing where they can't all get together and decide on something because that could be seen as them colluding around money. Yeah, anti-competitive. We absolutely get that. But also the, the Commerce Commission has been saying, we really wish they'd stop using our name in vain. Yeah. <laughs> and one of the things is, is that uh, the banks can actually ask for a dispensation to have that conversation to see what they can do. So next year we'll be approaching them going, well, is it just banks that can ask for that? How do, what if CNA asks for a dispensation to get all the banks together to look at the legislation, how it's interpreted, how it works for everybody, and we all get one policy that we can all work with? And mm. the Commerce Commission went, yeah, that could be a go. 
Cool. You know, because that's what it is, eh? It's get people getting in a room to talk about, well, what does the legislation require of us? And then yep. from that, how do we make that happen with a process that is accommodating yes. for the different circumstances across the country? Yeah, exactly. And, and, it, and I think it literally is people in the same room. Yeah. Because we, when we talk to the um, Banking Association, to Ministry of Justice, the Commerce Commission, everybody has their own interpretation. Everybody has their own point yeah. of view. But if we're in the same room and we can just talk face-to-face, person, uh, mano a mano, and just go, what we'd like to do is this. How do we achieve that? And I think that's where the real mahi is. That's where the real work comes across. Mm. Because we can hopefully get some really good change. And again, as I say, it's not about shaming the banks. I think that's, you know, I mean, sometimes we want to because we get a little bit PO'd, Mm. let's be frank. But the thing is, we want to go, what's a win-win? What works for you? What works for us? Where's that common ground? And by working together, we can solve solve something that's been on the, on the cards for like a hundred years. I mean, how many times do people have AGMs? It's called an annual general meeting, you know, yeah. every year. And so there's a chance that every signature is going to change. Um, so how have we ended up in 2023 where this is still a difficulty? Yeah, look, I'm with you. Hey, yeah. look, Paddy, we've got like about two, oh, a minute and a half, two minutes left. And in that time, I just want to check, you know, what what is... What does the break look like for you? Let's turn to something a little more positive. What are you hoping for the summer? I am going to head down to, um, well, over as opposed to down because, you know, the map is relative. Yeah. I'm going to go and spend my Christmas with my 92-year-old mum. Nice. Who is just coming out of hospital because she fell on a bum. Oh. And <laughs> yeah. hilariously, uh, my mum is one of the most pragmatic, wonderful people in the world. She fell on her ass. Can I say that? Yes, I, you can. Too late, too late. And, um, and I was, I was com- I'm coming down to um, do the Christmas cooking. And she said, well, I think that's a good thing. It just means I'm going to sit there and just tell you what, how to do it. And I went, yep, that's my mum. I I'll love it. I'll be in the kitchen. I'll be cooking. And she'll, she'll, have, a little, she'll have a wine. She, she usually has like half a glass of wine and a wee bit of soda water in it. I will have a full wine and I will be cooking and I'll be, and I'll be going, Mum, yes, I know how to cook lamb. Thank you, Mum. Yes, <laughs> I'm almost sixty years old, Mum. I have been cooking for some time. Isn't it interesting? The moment you get back at your family, you revert to the child. To the child. <laughs> I am the youngest true. of eight kids. Oh, <gasps> yeah. yeah. So, even with my older brothers who are now in their seventies, the moment they enter the room, is going, "Oh, look, he's four years old and can't do anything for himself." Yeah. Exactly. I love it. Look, How are you? Oh, what's, what's your bait looking like? You know what? It looks like swimming pools and pina coladas. Oh, and walking in the rain? You know it. Just any anything like that would just be delightful. But um, but we're at the end of our time. We're actually used up. Oh, I know. Wonderful. Thank you so much. Oh, it's just been great to chat to you again, Patty. And and we will get you back on. And you know, twenty twenty three, absolutely. <laughs> oh, and and curious to everybody out there. I I hope you get the break you deserve. I hope you take a breath. I hope you walk in the sun. I hope you have pina coladas. And I hope you just. We all just take a collective breath yes. and relax and go. You know what? Bye bye, twenty twenty two. Let's look to 2023 being better. Fabulous. I love it, Patty. Thank you so much. Cheers, Holly. You've been listening to Connect with Community Wakato, Free FM 89.0.
Thanks for listening to this Free FM podcast. If you want to hear more content like this, you can support Free FM via Patreon. Head to patreon.com/freefm89 to find out more.